Hi, this is Austin Parsons, pitmaster with Smoky Mountain Q in Nashville, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure you say? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big barbecue central show, a show that from time to time loves to talk about barbecue and grilling. Now you may ask yourself, where are you originating from? Well, this week we are coming to you from the friendly confines of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, it's a phone call or an email, and here are the info for both. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, said BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening coming up in about 12 minutes from now. A guy who has probably made a, you might term it, small handful of appearances over the life of this show. He is, at this point, one of the premier custom offset. Texas style pit makers ever to have donned such a title. When you talk about Texas offset pits, of course, you have brands like Pits and Spits, the famed and ever famous Dave Close. And then this guy, I mean, to me, it's 1A, 1B, Close. And then the owner of creator of Gator Pits, Richie Robin, will rejoin the show. When you telling me when you don't think about when you're thinking about offset Texas pits, Richie Robin is one of the first, if not the first, probably the second, not the second, probably the third. He is right up there, a premier offset pit manufacturer. Now you might be asking yourself, it's the holiday season, or we're going to be talking about offset pits, blah blah blah. We'll probably get a little bit of Gator Pit business update right up front. However. Thanksgiving in a couple days, that means we are into the holiday season. Holiday season means gifts, and you need ideas, and I am here to help out, especially when I see what I think is probably an overlooked item in the gift giving. You probably have a billion of these laying around your house in varying shapes and sizes, and they're probably all, by and large, too small for what you need. Believe it or not, talking about cutting boards, that's right. So while I will be talking with a famed pit maker, the balance of the conversation with Richie tonight is going to be about cutting boards and a fantastic product that he is now representing and pushing. 
And we're going to talk about it and why you might want to think about getting one this holiday season, either for yourself or loved one or for yourself and a loved one or somebody that likes live fire, maybe a boss, whatever. We're going to talk all about it. It's going to be great. You're going to be very impressed. You're probably going to get five. Then, after Richie, we will talk with what is usually a third Tuesday of the month regular guest. She had to bow out last week because she was traveling back from the NYC. Negative. She was re- she was traveling back from Chicago, and she was at the Smoke Fire release party. I'm calling it a release party. I'm not sure exactly what that was. The release of Smoke Fire, as we talked about last week with Kevin Coleman. That, of course, is the creator of GrillGirl.com, Robin Lindars. Wow, do we have a lot to talk. Robin lives with a man, and I mean man in every sense of the word. Like, I'm a man because uh, anatomically I'm a man, but I'm really no man. Like, I'm not beating anybody up. I'm not intimidating. It's quite a unfortunate event for me as a man. Robin is married to a man. You know, they sold an extremely cool house in the Florida Keys, wherever the hell they were living first. It was done up very nicely and had a pool and all these. I mean, it was just a lot. I saw pictures of it when it was for sale. I mean, it was an incredible home. And they bought 20 acres in the middle of wherever they are now. And there's wild animals abound. And he is just killing everything with his guns and arrows and perhaps nets maybe hanging devices, and he comes home with hauls of dead stuff and throws them right in the refrigerator. You follow Robin on Instagram, and she's like, oh, look what's in my refrigerator today. There's dead stuff right there in the refrigerator. I could never get away with that in my house. Well, first of all, I could never do that anyway. Again, man, not a man. There's no way I could get away with that in my house. No way. Having just rando dead things? No. no. We'll talk to Robin. Rounding out the first hour. Second hour, fourth Tuesday of the month, embedded correspondence segment. Is that enough? You're damn right it is. Lots of Thanksgiving talk tonight, of course. So if you're looking for tips last minute, they will be sprinkled without or throughout, I should say. You can also follow me socially at BBQ Central Show all week. I have been giving you previous Thanksgiving tips on previous shows dating all the way back to 2013. So if you want to check it out. Go back through the feed and see where I'm at. Now, uh, also, uh, slash BBQ Central Show on the Facebook if you want to uh, follow me there. Also, uh, video feed on Facebook. This is for all the competition cooks out there. And I want you to listen to this bit that I'm about to play for you. This dates back to 2010, March 2010, to be specific. And I was doing a competition roundtable with what was then the three best brisket cooks in the country for KCBS. And the lead question for me was, and I'm paraphrasing, do you cook Wagyu or have you ever considered it? First, the first answer you will hear, and they're going to be playing in succession, it's like a 30-second clip, will be from Darren, then Steve Farron from I Smell Smoke, and Rod Gray from Pellet Envy. The three biggest Probably, at that point, the three biggest competition cooks in general, but the three best brisket cooks in 2009, that preceding year. Here's what they had to say when I said, have you ever considered Wagyu, March 2010? No. Ever dabbled with the Wagyu? Never tried it. 
Never. All right. What's, Steve. What's, what's, the, what's the reason to? Steve, a uh, Wagyu guy or no? Uh, no. Uh, if I was Rod Gray and had his money, maybe. <laughs> Have you ever tried the, the Wagyu just for fun and giggles? I wouldn't even know where to get it. You're hearing what's happening, right? Darren Worth just asked, why would I? That's all he cooks on at the moment. He would never, he wouldn't be caught dead cooking anything other than a Wagyu. Steve Farron has no idea back in 2010 where he could even find a Wagyu brisket. Don't even know where I could find it. All right, Rod Gray. No, uh, I can't spell Wagyu, let alone afford it. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't ever seen a Wagyu or a Kobe brisket in person. Me neither. Can you imagine? Guys, this isn't 20 years ago. This isn't the beginnings of barbecue. This was nine years ago. So just so you can firmly grasp how much competition barbecue has evolved. You know, two years prior to that, I had had a brisket roundtable with Jim Minion. And Ed Morin, uh, Fast Eddie, as you know, Leanne Whippin, who just won that Food Network show earlier in the year, and Ray Lampy. And I said, is anybody injecting briskets? And all of them, to a man and woman, said, no. Why would we do that? Well, certainly there wasn't the amount of injections or anything like that as there are today. But just to give you an idea of what has changed over the course of nine years, Now, directly after that whole Rod, Steve, and Darren thing, Rod did say that being a competitor, that there are things that he understands as evolution happens, he he wasn't 100% turned off to the fact. And it was a great roundtable. You should go back and listen to it. And a few of you have been asking if I'll be bringing competition roundtables back at this point. No, just because, you know, there just isn't a huge competition interest at the moment. As things change, maybe that'll change. But again, to give you the snapshot of where things have gone in nine years, Darren Worth, Steve Farron, and Rod Gray at that time, and Darren, by the way, happens to be still the best in a lot of people's minds, they had no idea where they could get Wagyu. They had never even considered getting a Rod Gray can't even spell Wagyu. And now... You line those three up at a competition in 2019 as we're rapidly coming to a closing. Or early in 2020. And say, would you rather have the Choice or Select or CAB or Prime or Wagyu? They're probably going Wagyu. Everybody can find it now. Everybody knows how to spell it now. But in 2009, not the case. It's a cool bit of info. By the way... That was also one of those Wednesday shows that evidently I used to do. I've completely blocked that from memory. Richie Robin coming up out of the break. Let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue, established in 1882. Southside is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, famous for the original beef sausage, which is coarse ground in a natural pork casing. They also have authentic Central Texas barbecue meats for sale as well. All meats, including the prime briskets, are slow and low smoked for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. They ship nationwide via the online store at southsidemarket.com, and they ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. 
Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later, include a custom gift note or holiday note, and you can mail to multiple addresses with no additional charges. I did that last year for the embedded correspondence. It's a great thing to take advantage of. All shipped items vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. The meats are processed on their on-site USDA inspected facility. They have an on-site meat market for fresh and smoked products. Custom orders are welcome if you want to do that. Now, if you want to eat at Southside Market, two restaurants, Elgin, Texas since 1882 and Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many of those surrounding states. Here's the best part. If you go to southsidemarket.com and you enter in coupon code BBQ Central, all one word, lowercase, BBQ Central, one word, you get 10% off your entire online order. So if you order tomorrow, 10% off if you use code BBQ Central. If you order in a week from now, that discount still applies. It's not just the first order. First order, second order, 742nd order. 10% 10% off. Coupon code BBQ Central. That's BBQ Central, all lowercase, one word, at southsidemarket.com. 10% off your online orders. Speaking of orders, let me tickle your fancy on cutting boards. Coming up next with Rich Robin and Gator Pit. Stick around, be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, sauces, seasonings, grilling oils. All the Butcher Barbecue products tested on the competition circuit as well as backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up now. Always trust your butcher. By the way, if you go over to ButcherBBQ.com, check out Dave's new podcast. He's like three episodes in. Really good. I don't recommend anybody's podcast, but I will recommend Dave's podcast. And no, not because he's just a sponsor of my show, bastards. It's actually pretty good. Good job, Dave. Hey, my first guest tonight has been selling one of the top offset and vault-style smokers in the industry now for quite a while. And uh, I don't know, it was a, and again, to me, it's always two and three years, but a while back. He also introduced a pellet cooker that's in the mix now. Tonight, we're talking about something that might just go with any new Gator Pit purchase or any cooker for that matter. Cutting boards, right? So we go to the hotline and welcome back friend of show and the owner of Gator Pits, Richie Robin. Hey, Rich. What's going on, Greg? How y'all doing, man? I'm absolutely fabulous, Rich. Appreciate you making time for the show this evening. And all right, well, set me straight right off the bat in the intro. How long has it been since you've introduced that pellet cooker? Uh, I think we're going almost four years now, three four years, years, four years. All right, well, I'm almost in that, too. 
again, Rich, like as I get older and things happen on the show all the time, to me it's always like two to three years ago, but sometimes it's eight and nine and ten, but I don't know, it's always two to three. Anyway, uh, let's talk quickly before we get into the cutting board talk here this evening, which is the lion's share of the segment. Let's talk about pit building and where Gator Pit is in 2019 from a, from a business standpoint. How's everything going? Man, everything is going just wonderful. We have, as you mentioned uh, just now, we started those pellet grills a few years back, and I started out with one model. I uh, had two different sizes in that one model, and it has now grown to about six to eight different models. Really? Yes. We've gotten into the commercial end of it. So we've got the big pellet grills that, that have dual hoppers on them. We have pellet grills that, that hold up to 26 to 28 pork butts at one time. We've got pellet grills that uh, go in concession trailers and food trucks. It has expanded or exploded. Did you, I mean, obviously when you first got into the business, it was all offset stuff and steel and not a lot of electrical or other moving components. They were pretty easy to maintain as long as you as an owner did your side of things. Did you ever think that you would be this involved with the pellet style? No, I did not, to be honest. Uh, Probably 10 years ago, well, not probably, without a doubt, 10 years ago, if you said, hey, Gator Pit, you come out with a pellet grill, I'd be like, nope, not going to (laughs) happen. And it has, uh, you know, customer demand dictates Hmm. where you go. Are you still the majority of traditional offset, or is pellet starting to, oh, to eat I, it? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm eighty to eighty-five percent still my my good old traditional iron horse gator pit offset quarter inch heavy duty half inch thick cookers, without a doubt. All right, uh, lead time wise, uh, I guess, and we have to talk about <laughs> both sides. What about uh, the the mainstay, and then what about pellet cookers? All right, so the pellet cookers we were doing in about a twelve week lead time. Because we've now got such a demand for those, they are now in the same lead time as our custom offset smokers, oh which gets into, like, months. Yeah. All right. So uh, the best thing to do if you're interested in either one now is just to call in, talk with you, or, or talk with one of the people in the office to get your quoted lead time. Because inevitably, when you're talking with somebody like yourself, uh, this really comes down to customization from stem to stern it's like buying a a peterbilt right i mean you're gonna put whatever you want on it and you're one of the few that are allowing the customer to really set those parameters you'll give them some guidelines but in the end the customer is going to dictate very true that that is a 100 percent correct greg uh we we are there's very few what i call true custom pit builders nowadays everybody's gone to the uh standard models uh that they've come up with and and what you see is what you get so they're kind of getting towards that box store type Cooker, even even the uh, a lot of the, the big names out there now, mm-hmm. Gator Pit's staying old school, man. We're still building what people want, and we're we're meeting what those people's demands are, and what their wants and, and, and needs are, and uh, you know they're still looking at my standard models on my website, but very few people still very few people order those standard models. They're using that as a baseline to start with what they want, and then they trick them out and 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 custom design them even further than what's listed on the website. So. We're still a true custom builder, and, and I've got customers that send me specifications on stuff that's not even on my website, obviously. Mm. They don't have the specs, but they want me to custom build what they themselves have designed or someone else that they, they've got to design for them that, that they're looking for somebody who can build it for them, and, and they come to us. So we are still old-school welding and fabrication and, and, and building custom custom cookers. Uh, there's, we're, we're a rare breed, man, but we're still, we're still alive and kicking. And we we've got a 
We have a lot of work ahead of us, man. So we're still in demand. How many years are you into pit building now, Rich? I started building. I built my first barbecue pit when I was. I'm 53 years old, first of all. So I built my first barbecue pit when I was 14 years old in high school at FFA. And there was a, a time that I wasn't doing anything, and then I got back into the custom designing and building in uh, 1991, and I've been going full time with it since 1995 with Gator Pit. So I started out with Gator Pit. Uh, LLC, and then we went into, in, in uh, uh, 1995, as uh, Gator Pit LLC, and, and, and in 2002, we changed the name to Gator Pit of Texas LP, and, and all those changes come because we, we, we're, we're constantly growing, we're constantly improving and growing as a company, and uh, here we are now, 2019, going to 2020, and we're still still growing, we still have growing pains, man. Better to have growing pains than closing the shop pains, that's for sure. We're talking with Richie Robin <laughs> and the website, by the way, GatorPit.net, and you're going to want to check that out here in a second. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about the cutting boards here. So as yeah. I had mentioned in the open, Rich, everybody has cutting boards. I mean, if you go into my kitchen right now where the cookie trays are or what are baking sheets, if you want to call them, and some baking racks, there's five or six, maybe even seven random size. Uh, what I thought was big until I got my hands on the one that you'd sent me there a couple weeks ago, and varying down from there, and nothing that's going to change your life. But this might be an overlooked item as far as how important they are, especially when it comes to size and functionality. So how did this cutting board opportunity present itself to you and Gator Pit? Okay, years back, I had a guy uh, that was that was building uh, boards for me, and this was years ago. And... They were the, the marine-type boards that we have now um, that, that's being manufa- manufactured for us. And that guy, at some point, decided that he was going to go with all wood. And we didn't want wood. I, I didn't want wood. I didn't want to uh, promote or market a wood cutting board. So we cutting boards got put on a back burner. And this guy, Ian, uh, with the board manufacturing company now, who's, who's here in the Houston area, Ian came to me, just walked in in my shop out of the blue and says, hey, I got these boards. Are you interested in, 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 in buying some of these boards? And, and I, you know, your first thought when you have a salesman walk in is you just blow them off, right? You know, and it's kind of – I get 10 walk-ins a day, right? And, and phone calls just drives me nuts. So, you know, when he said cutting boards, I'm like, yeah, let me look at them. So he brought me some boards in, and, and I was like, mm, they're nice. You know, they look good. And long story short is – I bought one from him, and I took it home, and I, I really got to looking at it, looking at the quality of it, looking the, at the construction of it, looking at what the material was, uh, looking at the features of it and the size of it. And I'm like, man, you know what, well, this, this this might be what I'm looking for to push through Gator Pit. And I used it, cooked on it, or not cooked on it, but, but cooked and, and used it to chop briskets and, and slice briskets and ribs and all that. And you know, to me, it's just the perfect size. It really is. I mean, I can, I can. This past Saturday, I did a 15-pound pack uh, whole brisket, and I was able to keep it on the board, keep it within the grease trough that goes around all four sides that catches all your liquids, right? So it doesn't overflow and drain on your cabinet or your, or your floor. And I was able to slice that flat up. I was able to, to chop up my point and, and keep everything on the board. And, and, and I was able to do either even a rack of ribs on there at the same time. So it's 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 a good size, but it's not overly large that you can't handle it. 
this size is, is 35 long, it's 18 wide, and it's, get this, guys, it's half-inch thick, and it weighs 16 pounds. And some people may say, wow, that's just too much pork to handle. It's not. Not if you're, not if you're cooking brisket, not if you're doing ribs and, and, and multiple cuts of meat at one time. And, and if you're cooking multiple cuts of meat, a variety of foods at one time, you have to have a board like this. And, and, and I know Greg's showing probably photos of my board of yep. me cooking. That, with the veggies on there, was a gumbo I was doing. And I was able to cook all my onions, my, gr- my onion, uh, green onions, my bell peppers, my garlic, everything on the board, chopped up, moved to the side, moved to the next veggie, all at the same time and never have to get it off of my board. It all fit. And then it went straight from my board right into my pot. I don't have that with anything else that I have. And like you said, Greg, I've got like I've got boards coming out the gang gang over oh, yeah. there, man. I mean, they're they're in my cabinets, they're in my, they're in my in my drawers, they're everywhere. This board is, is the ticket. It, it fits all my needs. And anybody that cooks and cooks a lot with, with, with like like I do, and, and and a lot of us do, this is the board you've got to have, guys. I'm telling y'all, and I say guys, I mean gals too. You've got to have this board. So it works. Here's the thing that I took away from it. Uh, you know, one of the and you kind of hit on all the great features about it. I'm, I personally love the fact that it's not wood. I don't personally prefer a, a wood cutting board. A lot of professionals out there would tell you that you really shouldn't be dealing with a wood cutting board for safety reasons. So I like the fact that it's not wood. Uh, I do like the weight. I mean, I'm kind of a weak, wiry man, so 16 pounds for me is pretty heavy, but I'm able to muscle it around, thank goodness. And uh, the, the weight to me is a good thing. And then it's got six rubber stoppers or rubber feet on the underside yeah. of this thing. So when you set it on the countertop, a lot of times when you're working on a board, you get to cutting or you're you're not putting enough pressure on it because maybe the meat's hot or whatever the case may be, and the board starts to get loose on you, and now you're kind of chasing it around the countertop. Here, because of the weight and you have those rubber footers on the underside, this thing is sticking to the top without any issue of it moving around on you. It's solid. You can get your cuts in. And that's a key that I haven't really seen on any cutting board out there right now. You are 100% correct. It does. It doesn't slip and slide on you. So when you're slicing, pushing forward, or pulling back, the board does not move on you. Also, the size. And go ahead. Can you give us the dimensions one more time? All right. It's 35 35 long, 35 inches long. It's 18 inches wide, and it's half-inch thick. And it's a two-tone. This one that I offer through Gator Pit is a two-tone white with a black trim, a black trough, and it's got side carry handles on it. So you're talking about the weight earlier uh, and, and, and manhandling this thing. You've got handles to be able to easily yep. pick this thing up and carry it. So this, to me, this is a piece, if you have the counter space, maybe sometimes uh, you're, you're in a place, counter space is a little bit more of a premium, but for me, I do have a space that I envisioned as soon as this thing showed up in the mail, and boom, I set it right down on the countertop. This thing isn't going to move. I can work on it. I can, as you said, cut up a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I, I think I could probably get four or five, maybe even six racks of trimmed spare ribs on this thing at one time. So if I was doing a big rib cook, I wouldn't have to dirty a whole bunch of different platters or anything. So, I mean, the convenience is absolutely through the roof and you're able to, and then there, there it is, right? The thing that I've, I see, but I don't really think of this uh, juice or grease trough. So as you're letting things rest, as the juice starts to ooze out of the meat or after it cuts and it starts to go out, whatever, I have had any number of times when I've had a cutting board on the dinner table after we've cut, and the handle 
uh, that's where the that's where all the juice seems to run to, and now it's on the tablecloth, <laughs> and it's a big mess. And I look like a fool here. That's gonna catch all in that trough that runs on the outside there, and it's uh, like a one of those plastic welded kind of a thing. So it's uh, like the board itself, very heavy duty, very well constructed. Correct. That trough is a quarter inch to three eighths thick or, mm-hmm. or deep, rather. So it's it's got a big channel all the way around it that's gonna hold a lot of juices. And, and 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 the reason for it is because when you're doing a, a brisket, right, you want to. If you cook meat right, it's juicy, right? You got juicy meat. Yep. And a brisket's got a lot of juice in it. So when you start, when you set that brisket off the pit onto your board, and you start slicing into it, you've got a lot of liquids, a lot of juice coming out of that thing. At least you should. And it needs somewhere to go. And if you just have a flat board, guess where it's going? It's going on your countertop. Yep. It's going on your floor. It's dripping down your cabinet uh, below. And this is going to catch all that. It, it makes it very convenient and very user-friendly uh, and, and, and an easy cleanup. If you're interested, you go to GatorPit.net right now. Top right, there's a button that says Store, and then it's the first thing listed. And, by the way, because he's a really great guy from Texas, and all guys from Texas are really great, by the way, ask Doug Scheiding. If you use code, promo code BBQ Central at checkout, you get 10% off right now on that board. So... 10% off of what, you might add? What's the uh, cost of this board right now? All right, right now with the 10% off, it's one forty-eight fifty. I believe it's one forty-eight fifty. The bill, the board retails for one sixty-five. dollars uh, uh, Basically, uh, what you call MSRP, right? And yep. we got that 10% discount code on it, and so you're going to get it for one forty-eight fifty. And we ship it out. If you order, uh, uh, it ships out uh, usually within 24 hours. So if you order tomorrow or today, it'll ship tomorrow. If you order tomorrow, it'll ship the next day. It may even ship tomorrow if you order early enough in the in the day. Uh, we ship them out quick, man. They, they go out fast. I've got them in stock. They're ready to roll, man. Uh, we shipped out uh, at least, I know, at least five late this afternoon before I left work. Uh, we're shipping these things out daily. I mean, it's just they're selling like hotcakes. Uh, barbecue guys are loving them. Uh, and they're, they're, they're decorative. I mean, look how pretty that board is uh, uh, sitting on my counter. That's my countertop oh, yeah. at my house, my granite counter. And it, it's decorative. I mean, it's something that you're not going to want to go put in the drawer or, or put in your cabinet. You can leave it on the countertop or leave it on top of the stove. And, and uh, you know, it, it's something that, that you're going to be proud of it to, to have and show and let people see it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can't wait to pull it out and have everybody take a look at it Thursday coming up. I mean, you, you can imagine how great this is going to be to use for Thanksgiving. You could put a 785-pound turkey on that thing and still have space <laughs> left over or put a little uh, game head next to it if you wanted to. Um, so, uh, again, promo code BBQ Central for 10% off right now. There might be some folks when you say, you know, 165 MSRP, you get a little sticker shop. But I think it's important to, again, remind everybody here that this is a piece, you know, this isn't going to be one of those cutting boards that last a year, maybe two, if you are lucky and you get that time frame out of it. This thing is going to be last for years and years. So ROI is actually through the roof on this. Yes. Uh, again, GatorPit.net is the website. Uh, Rich, what's going on for Thanksgiving over there? Man, I, you know, I, I'm frying turkeys, I'm smoking turkeys, and my wife's cooking a crawfish etouffee, and we're oh. going to have all a bunch of different uh, uh, Cajun-type dishes and sides to go along with all that, and i got family coming over here. Uh, are you a dessert guy, or is there going to be like pies, or is there like what a special pie? text? I'm oh. a pecan, 
Yeah. I am a pecan pie fanatic. I will eat the whole damn pie, and ain't nobody getting any of it but me. What makes it's a good, pie. like, what's a good pecan pie? Because we don't get that up here, or you would have to make it, and it's like nothing that's on the top of the mind here in Cleveland. That's definitely a southern thing. But, I mean, are they supposed to be, like, juicy, or I don't even know if that's no, the right description. No, they're not juicy. You don't, you don't want to run anyone. I can okay. tell you that. You want some good, good crusty pecans on top. Uh, uh, you want a good crust. Uh, you don't want it runny. Uh, you want it kind of firm. Hmm. I got to get my hands on a good pecan pie. Send a recipe up this way, damn it, Richie, and then uh, we'll you know see what, what we I, can do. I might have to just, <laughs> I might have to just ship you one. Even better. That's right. <laughs> ship me one up here, and we'll cut it right up on that board. It's great. Again, uh, the website GatorPit.net. Hit the store button at the top right. It's red, and then the first thing listed is that cutting board. MSRP 165, but use co- uh, promo code BBQ Central for 10% off. And that brings it down to about 148.50. And we're talking with the founder of Gator Pit, Richie Robin. Richie, have a great Thanksgiving, my friend. And thanks so much for this promo code. And we'll try and push them out as much as possible. Greg, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on the show again. It's always fun. It's always a pleasure, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. And God bless everybody. All right. Take care. There he is, Richie Robin. Did he say he built his first pit when he was 15 years old? Uh Holy moly. He's been making pits for damn near 40 years. He said he was 53, right? I mean, that's my math is solid there, I think. Wow, we. See, nobody's doing that anymore. I mean, is anybody making barbecue pits and... In high school anymore? Is anybody even welding in high school anymore? Can you even weld in high school anymore? Is that too dangerous? Working on cars? Trades? I mean, I'm no tradesman because we have established at the top of the show, I am no man. Don't worry about what professional job, like executive job, you should be looking for. You should be plumbing. You should be getting into electrician. You should be doing woodworking. You should be becoming an auto mechanic or a diesel, like heavy-duty diesel mechanic. Come on. You got to get into that. Forget about the sales bullshit. Leave that for me. Uh-oh. I'm good at that. That's it. I'm not good at anything else. Again, that promo code BBQ Central for 10% off right now on probably the best cutting board you might get your hands on. How about this? You buy it, use the promo code BBQ Central, get 10% off. By the way, I'm not getting anything out of this. I saw the cutting board and I fell in love with it, so I had Richie on the show. Bottom line. You get it to your house and you don't like it, you send an email to me. Tell me you don't like it. This thing is great. It's big. Realize the dimensions before you order, okay? Hey, let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grill, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today couple different lines to choose from. You have that uh, classic line, the original line. That's what I got, a couple of those. Then you have the prime line built on a more robust chassis. It's got the peek-in windows on the main cooking chamber and the pellet hopper. Oh, dear. Also, what do we have going on? Two internal meat probes. We also have uh, a bunch more involved in the prime lines regardless of which one you choose you have pellets that you can buy green mountain grills and sauces and rubs 
You can look at a whole bunch of videos, the bigger ones, the Jim Bowie, the Daniel Boone, accommodate that pizza oven that I tell you about all the time. Great things coming down the pike for Green Mountain Grills, too, by the way, as we roll into calendar year 2020. And we'll be talking to Jason Baker about that probably the next handful of weeks or so. In the meantime, you go to GreenMountainGrills.com, and we will be right back with Robin Lindars, the Grill Girl. Stick around. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Well, as luck would have it, because you need pellet cookers, you need pellets to fire those cookers. That's why this portion of the show is being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all of your pellet-driven cookers, visit CookinPellets.com for more info or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. If you don't like CookinPellets.com and you love Amazon, you can do that. It's the fourth Tuesday of the month. You usually find her here on the third Tuesday of the month, but when you're flying the bird back from the Windy City, you don't want to risk missing the biggest, baddest Barbecue Central show ever. So we reboot here to the fourth Tuesday, and welcome back Robin Lindars to the show. Hey, Robin. Hey, how's it going? We are Happy absolutely. early Thanksgiving. Thank you, and you too. We'll be talking about that as well. I don't know if you were listening to Richie's segment before you, but have you ever heard of a cutting board that is that big? No, no, I, I wasn't listening because I couldn't oh. get myself signed into site, Skype, oh, so I'm God. sorry. Yeah, it's a 35 <laughs> inches long. Holy shit, you need, a big, yeah. you need a big counter for that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's 16 pounds, so you can get a little bit of a workout in. It's got a, I think he said it was either a quarter or three-eighths inch uh, grease tray or grease channel that runs the outside of it. I mean, I'll send you some pictures wow. after the it's show's like done tonight. It's great. Car- it's a cardio cutting board. Yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. I'm so glad I have it, especially as we lead into Thanksgiving. Plus, uh, if you want to get one, Robin, 10% off when you use code BBQ Central at GatorPit.net, but we'll talk about that after the fact. Uh, I love it. Let's get into a whole bunch of different stuff right now. World Food Championships, we were talking about it last month as you were gearing up for the Firewoman's Challenge. It was you getting it on against like four other women, blah, blah, blah. What happened? Well, I did not win. What? um, (laughs) I know it was uh, Jackie Milligan, right? She cleaned up. She won like everything the day before. And honestly, I'm so proud of her. And she's just a little firecracker. So I'm glad it was her. And I learned a lot. And you know what I really learned was that like when you're doing competitions, like that's like your thing. And I was kind of coming in <clears throat> as someone that doesn't do a lot of competitions. You know, I do like two or three a year. And Uh-oh. there's a lot of stuff Uh-oh. that you just. I hear excuses. I, I hear excuses. Yeah. Either way, I, I didn't win, but uh, I. Uh, what place did I didn't you come in? What place did you come in? I think I came in fourth, which is really bad. Four out of like four. So, but it was really, really tight. It was like, I know I was disappointed in myself. It was uh, it was awful. So and what did I you do? So like, much let... beer afterwards. I was oh. so bummed. And then someone gave me, like, a, they said it was a CBD gummy, but I don't think it was. And oh, then that was no. like so awful. What are you doing? And then I swear, I, yeah. The next then I was like, oh, thank God, I'm okay. The next day, I think, I think the good Lord was just like, we gotta like 
get her out of her little funk. Yeah. So, anyway, so uh, like, um, let's recap. Like, what did you make? And you know, what like what would you change? You know, let's let's uh, do a little post mortem here for a second. I mean, you know, I hope I don't have to go down the path like I did after I, I was on Chopped and write a, a these, a, you know, like a little blog post called post no, Chopped no. post traumatic chop disorder. <laughs> but, I don't think um, so. You know, I probably shouldn't have done tri-tip because I don't think that really plays to judges. I think that, um, like like Mike said to me, um, you know, you really got to kind of like do something that's less risky and high reward, and something like filet or like, you know, a tenderloin. Um, and, you know, and I think he's right. But, um, I mean, it was all, the judging was close. I think like I was like 82 and then the, everyone was in like the 87, 90s range, mm-hmm. early 90s range. So, I mean, I wasn't like so, so, so off. I mean, I think it, he, Mike said it was like one of the closest he's seen in a long time. But I did a pimento wood smoked Wagyu tri-tip with chimichurri. And I did it, um, you know, on the reverse here, I smoked it. And then I did caveman at the end. And then I did a oh. fire roasted heirloom tomato and arugula oh. salad. Um, but you know, one thing I didn't realize is that I thought it was purely like only cooking over charcoal. Um, like they said, you could have propane there, but I thought people would use that like to start their grills, like, you know, like your fire, your fire starter or whatnot. And every woman there, but me, and this is what I was saying is that there are some things you just don't know unless you're on the competition circuit and you, you see that, you know, that you kind of see it out there. Every woman, woman there had a side burner to cook on like a propane fueled side burner. So I met this guy, um, one of the judges, he's some like ex football player, pro bodybuilder, wrestler guy. I think I forgot what his name. I'm having a brain fart now, but I saw him in the elevator and I was like, you know, can you give me some feedback? And he was like, yours was really good. I think you got knocked because some of the others had side dishes that were more like refined or like, you know, like someone made mashed potatoes. Mm. Now, had I known that I could use a side burner or something like that, which it wouldn't have even occurred to me. I don't know. You know what? I lost. I don't want to sound like a sore loser. It was a fun experience. I had fun. Would you do um, it again next year if they asked you? I don't know. I, I stressed so much about it. And I felt like also flying in and not, you know, driving in, you know, felt a little bit like it is at a disadvantage. You know, like Christina Fitzgerald showed up with like this massive apparatus like you've probably seen on like Instagram where she does that Brazilian style steak where it uh. hangs over a fire. And I was like, fuck. Like I came here in a suitcase. I put together my grill in the hotel room earlier today. You know, <laughs> like I'm like, ah, but it was wow. fun. You know, I got it. I got a lot of uh, fun time and hanging out with my dad. And um, I got some good coverage too, as a journalist and a blogger, um, which is really what grill girl is about. Um, uh, you know, I kind of, I'm not as much of a competition cook. I'm more of a recipe developer and publisher honestly um and journalists like the, the katie the katie kirk of q yeah if you will um but uh we had fun hanging out and i don't know if i would do it again i'm not sure it was right. pretty expensive anyway uh, let's bottom line it let's bottom line it here robin because you are shoot from the hip honest are there any new bitches that we need to add to the we hate women barbecue list no actually what we- damn it come on um, just give me one just one name no, that we, we want to hate really- somebody no, I don't really. Actually, I met lots of really cool women. And you know what was so cool is that um, there were a lot of competitions going on there. You know, they had like the big steak cook off the yep. day before mine. Yep. Um, there's a, and there were some some kids in that and that and they're seeing a lot of younger females in the grilling and barbecue circuit, which is so cool. And so I met a lot of young, like young women, like 
under 10 or like, you know, um, that are out there grilling and cooking. And it's just so cool to see. And, um, and, and, and like I said, Jackie Milligan, who I, who won my contest and like won like the whole thing the day before. Um, I actually interviewed her for my site and I'm going to be featuring one of her recipes is actually like her first recipe that won her a competition. Um, so, so true to like what I was saying, I'm really all about, uh, highlighting other females in the grilling space on right. site. So you'll see more of that next year, which is kind of cool. Uh, Robin, your husband, uh, as I said in the open, uh, this guy is a man's man, right? I mean, I'm yeah. man, as I had said in the open, I am uh, anatomically a man only, uh, but I, yeah. am, I, I would never be confused with uh, what they call a man's man. This guy yeah. is uh, killing everything on 20 acres. He's probably made everything <laughs> extinct. But you open your refrigerator. And yeah. you have a host of dead things that are just in the refrigerator. I mean, what is going on over there? I know. He went he went duck hunting this weekend. Yeah. I mean, Did he kill all, all of the ducks, Robin? Are any ducks yeah. left? I hope there are some left. I know. Maybe I'm one. like, you know, I see all those dead animals and I'm like, oh God, you know, like I feel and bad for them. They're just in the, <laughs> they're just in your refrigerator. They're not even wrapped in cellophane. I know. Oh. I'm like, you know, for, for fuck's sake, Scott, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like wrap something up and you could get like duck uh, worms raging around the refrigerator or something. Who knows what those ducks have? SARS, I right? I know. I don't what? think, I don't know. You know, honestly, we had some for dinner. It was, they're delicious. But um, I told him, you got to clean all that stuff up because it's about to be Thanksgiving and I need the space. Yeah. So make it happen. So uh, <laughs> like you, you ate all the ducks that were in the refrigerator already? Uh, we haven't eaten all of them, but we had a few for dinner and they were tasty. Yeah. You know, not all ducks taste the same. Sometimes you get some and you're like, Ugh, I hope you can disguise that in a jalapeno popper, yeah. you know, and other ones you get and they're delicious and they pair really well with a, a great wine and you get all the duck fat and, and you save that to cook with. And it's, it's delicious. What kind you know? of, so, uh, what kind of ducks were on the menu tonight? We had uh, model duck and pintails, which I think pintails are, are rare. Uh, or rare, more rare in Florida. I think they, they come from Canada, so they're down for the, oh. the winter. Right. But, yeah. You know, I, I am, at this point in my life, starting to get more of an appreciation of at least being closer to my food and knowing where it comes from. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, like, what the heck, you know? Um, <laughs> but then on the other hand, I'm like, well, at least I know it lived a good life. It didn't come from, like, uh, like a meat factory, right. you know? Um, it lived a good life until my, my husband shot it. And, you know, instead of... You know, he. There could be worse places he's going. I'm happy he's going out and you know poking around in the woods instead of like you know some guys might be going to strip clubs or something. So there could be worse things. Strip clubs? Never. <laughs> what? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, well, I know that guy's in the woods. You probably can't see him. But if you're a duck, I would be fearing for your ever loving life because you're probably going to end up in your refrigerator by the end of the day. Um, all right. Well, he did have a he did have a run in with a panther, um, which is very scary. Panther? There's a panther out there. They have a um, the Florida panther is like on the endangered species. No, and no, I a, think uh, that's a football team, Robin. You're getting that incorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wait, that's a jaguar. Yeah. Sorry, never mind. I think there is a hockey team that's called the Panthers. I'll take um, your word for it. I don't know anything about hockey. So he's running yeah. into panthers. He ran into a panther, I think, earlier this year when he was turkey hunting. Because, I mean, honestly, they're out at the same time. Well, I wouldn't want to have a run in. I think they're bigger than a bobcat. But they're in danger. They're like, you know, the East Coast. They're the last of the East Coast mountain lions. But they're, you know, they're basically confined to a very small amount, like very small piece of the Everglades. So he can't 
like uh, protect himself by shooting that thing. Otherwise, he's going to jail. Well, you can shoot in its direction and say, "Ah, get the fuck out of my presence." Or I guess the alternate, alternate, alternative, if I can speak English, would be to run. Yeah, well, you know? uh, I don't know. Are you totally out running sure a panther? Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I guess know. I would shoot, and, and and if I hit it, oh well, I'll take what's constant. Because otherwise, if it's running at you, boy, oh boy, I mean. You're going to lose that. Yeah, the downside is really bad. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about (laughs) Thanksgiving is coming up on Thursday. So what's on the agenda for the Lindars household? Oh my god! I feel like I'm like training, like I'm prepping for the Olympics, like I'm like like I'm playing Rocky music in my head. But we are actually hosting Thanksgiving because I felt like it would be yeah in our in our new rental house. So I've just been kind of like in this nesting mode because we haven't lived here that long, and I want the house to look cute and. Um, kind of still making it our own, but I figured, you know, if I didn't host, my parents might not come because they, they have like a dog with diabetes and yada, yada, yada. So I said, okay, we're going to have Thanksgiving here. And, um, you know, so, uh, but we're going to eat on the porch overlooking the river. I think it'll be pretty. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a spatchcock turkey and I'm thinking of doing it half and half, like two different flavors and we can vote to see like what we like best. Like. Uh-huh. Half like a like a rosemary lemon compound butter, and then the other half Alabama white sauce because I thought Oof. that would be delicious on turkey. Wow, we that's kind of a risk, I think, isn't it? It is risky, you know, but that's how I roll. Uh, you know, uh, if it sucks, then I guess I'll be like, my bad. Right. <laughs> you know. Guess I finished fourth in Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I know. So, I know. are you going to take that spatchcock turkey and then split it in half raw, and then you know do the two different flavors that way? Yeah, I'm gonna brine it and then um and then I'm gonna uh just half and half. I'll keep it together, but I'll just put one flavor on half and the other uh, flavor on the half and then yeah. just I mean you'll be able to tell. I don't know. I could change my mind at any moment, but that's yeah. what I'm gonna do. And then I think the key to not making yourself totally crazy for Thanksgiving is just being good about delegating. You know, like if you're hosting, it doesn't mean that you need to make every single dish on the menu. Right. You know? Um and you can you can be strategic in what you ask people to bring. Like, um, if you look on my Instagram post, um, I, I delegated, like, I wasn't like, you need to make this recipe right here, but I was like, you need to bring a vegetable, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I, I strategically asked people that kind of volunteered dishes that they, they had that they wanted to make or, you know, but, um, I'm trying to do a little lighter. It's not keto or fully paleo, but I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like we needed a million side dishes. We're doing, you know, like a sweet potato, a zucchini dish. I'm doing a, keto um cauliflower mac and cheese um you know like a like a grain-free stuffing so i'm just doing like a lightened version of everything and then also if you look at my website um my uh developer uh, amber is one of my contributing writers and she's a nutritionist as well and she's a, an excellent cook um a chai tea pumpkin pie so it's kind of a take on your traditional pumpkin spice and it's smoked you know it's it's made on pellet smoker so um yeah, I, you know what's really cool is that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna get, do your your turkey on the grill, you're really saving yourself a lot of room for your yeah. your oven to do your side dishes, and um, and then you know and then while you're smoking your turkey, you can throw some other stuff on there too. Um, so it sounds like it's going to be a successful Thanksgiving, no matter what. Now, uh, because next month your typical location in the third Tuesday is going to be creepily creepily creeping ever so close to Christmas. I'm wondering yeah. in advance if you have any holiday gift ideas, opinions, or guides, or anything like that you can share. 
Yes. Yeah, so every year it's coming out this week. I'm, oh. I'm working on it. Um, I'm, I'm plugging away, but, um, I, I do my holiday gift guide annually. I've been doing it for the 10 years as a, as a blogger and, you know, publisher. And so, um, this is going to be, I guess our, my 10th annual, 11th annual off to count, see how long I've been wow, doing it. But, um, but so I usually do like my top 10 and I try to categorize them on, um, you know, grills, price range, stuff like that. But this year I'm doing a category on gifts that give back as well. Um, cause I think that's important. Right. And so one thing I want to highlight, cause I just think it's so damn funny and, um, goes to a good cause. The, can you see this? Hold on. The barbecue boy toy calendar. Oh my God. F that. <laughs> Let's uh, start flipping through those pages, Robin. Let's see it. Yeah, well, because all the profits go <laughs> to veterans because it's produced oh by veterans. Look at this. Is this funny shit or what? Like, uh, even if yes. you just bought... Well, I think it's... I think <laughs> I like the idea of gifts that actually give back. And this is funny. You know what I mean? Like... He looks like he's getting ready to eat a lot and loving it. Look at... <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy. Wow. Look at that. Nice I pants. Mean, <laughs> Love it. This is just, it's just fun. Yeah. I like, I like the fact that this is just <laughs> super funny. So, um, yeah. So I'm also going to highlight, uh, what a, uh, Black River Barbecue. Mm. Um, if they, uh, so you've probably seen them on Instagram, but they also donate some of their, their, uh, profits to like firefighter rescue. Um, like the guys out in the forest finding, yeah. fighting forest fires and, and wildfires and whatnot. Um, and then, you know, some stuff that you would expect, right? Like grill grates. I feel like this is the year of grill grates. Everyone's all about like, you know, if you at least, you know, at least because I dabble in the SCA. Um, but what is good to note is where, where I have placed, Greg, in my in my competitions is for my my cocktails. That's so, right. Very, <laughs> very telling. So, um but anyway, so what was I talking about? So uh, I got off train and train and thought uh, there. You were doing gifts that give back. Black, give Black back. River Barbecue. Um, so I love Weber's new colors of mm -hmm. kettles mm -hmm. this year. They have just some really sexy, fun colors. Oh, so wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to interrupt you. Uh, I meant to ask this right up front. What did? You, what were your first impressions of uh, Smoke Fire? Super impressed. Super impressed? Not just because you were there and you feel like you had to be super impressed? No, because um, I've been, well, I've been a Weber fan. Sure. Who for has? For a long time. Right. Long but, time. Because I, you know, they, yeah. And they make a good quality product. Um, you know, I'd say in the past years, maybe they've had some ups and downs and hasn't everyone. Um, but I've always been a Weber fan, but I have lots of girls, you know, um, but it was very well engineered and they really, what they did was they, they tested and they, they tested all the, the big pellet grills that are already out there. And then they got a lot of feedback from pellet owners and they engineered the pain points that you would have with a pellet smoker and built that into this grill. So this, this, uh, grill, uh, I think one quote I heard was that, you know, you get the sear you would expect from a Genesis with the smoke component you would get from a Weber Smoky Mountain, huh. albeit much easier to use than a Weber Smoky Mountain. I, I find anyway, you get my point. But um and they've they've really engineered some things that are smart and that are pain points of a pellet smoker. Uh the cleaning part of your pellet smoker is real pain. You know, they can get kind of messy, auger can get clogged easily. 
um, so that the cleanup factor of your traditional pellet grill can be a pain point. And also just the way grease runs out, yep. you know, um, they've engineered that. So it's a removable tray. It's actually the same tray that you can have from the Genesis. So, yep. um, I mean, but the, you probably saw my video, the fact that you can sear on it is pretty amazing because, you know, most pellet smokers have the, uh, yeah, the you got the deflector the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Weber engineered it where they still have the flavorizer bars and so you can, and you still get the flame. Um, and so you can actually get a sear and you can get to like, uh, 600 like, degrees. It can get to 600. I mean, we were cooking on it at like 450 and it got, yeah. it got up to 450 in like 10 minutes, which wow. is pretty, pretty awesome. So, right. so you're fat. Uh, yeah, it, they did a good job. And you know what? If they didn't, that would be, I mean, they, they have to keep their reputation up. You know, I think they will elevate the entire category um, with this new grill. All right. Well, uh, you can head over to grillgirl.com this week and make sure you're on the lookout for her holiday uh, gift guide, which will be released. In the meantime, Robin, have a great Thanksgiving on Thursday. Tell everybody I said hi and best wishes, and we will talk to you again next month. Have a wonderful turkey day, Greg. All right. Take Love care. All you guys. Love you. <laughs> There's Robin right there, the grill girl, uh, grillgirl.com. And uh, let's get that going. There we go. Uh, keep an eye out for her list of gifts. That's out every year. I think she said uh, this will be her 10th year. Wow. Things are rapidly flying by. And I'm caught up there. Oh, I'm just caught up. All right. Uh, let's keep on top of it here. We'll be right back as we point to the second hour. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring. Or you can connect via Bluetooth if you want. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, you're in luck. Fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's right. All right, that was Robin Lindar's Grill Girl from grillgirl.com. Again, make sure you are keeping track on her website as she's getting ready to release her 2019 holiday gift guide that will be focused on groups and companies that are giving back. Stover Barbecue in the chat room saying, Fun fact, rats got into my Traeger. They did not clog the auger. They did poop pellets. (laughs) Yes, of course they did. Also, uh, the first segment or the first interview segment with Richie Robin on that cutting board. Some of you are emailing in. 35 inches long, 18 wide, I believe he said, and then 16 pounds, half inch thick. BBQ Central is the code if you go to GatorPit.net and hit that red store button at the top right. Cutting board is the first item listed as you check out code BBQ Central for 10% off. That brings it down to like 148 bucks. 148.50, I think he said. So grab one of those up. And as I said, get it. If you don't like it, email me and tell me you don't like it. I won't believe it. 
well worth the money. You might think I should be paying more by the time you get it. First time you lift it out of the box. Oh. All right, we're pointing to the second hour. We have a special guest that just arrived in studio. Stick around. Be right back.